Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to savelives.org, their website. Coming up, a lot of basketball. And Purdue, as you know by now, tough loss to Fairleigh Dickinson. We'll talk about that coming up later. The man with all the information you're going to need throughout the night every 15 minutes. It's the star of our show, Network Indiana's Brad Huber. Thank you, Coach. Good evening, everybody. And the top story tonight is that history has been matched, this time at the expense of the Purdue Boilermakers. As for the second time in NCAA tournament history, a 16 seed is knocked off a number one seed today. Fairleigh Dickinson upsets the Purdue Boilermakers 63 to 58. Purdue only 5 of 26 from beyond the arc. And uh, the link score was Zach Eady. He had a double-double, 21 points, 15 rebounds. Sean Moore for the Knights of Farley Dickinson, 19 points. Farley Dickinson will advance to play either Memphis or FAU in Columbus, Ohio on Sunday. The Indiana Hoosiers uh, yet to start NCAA tournament play. They will do so in about an hour from now. They will take on Kent State uh, after the Miami and Drake game finishes up here in just a bit. We'll have those scores for you all night long as well. High school semi-states tomorrow as well. We'll preview those just ahead on Network Indiana Sports. I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. In the midst of all the tournament basketball, thought we'd talk about some schools in Indiana. Bethel College going to the NCCAA National Championship tomorrow. The voice of the pilots, the one and only Paul Condry joins me. Hello, Paul. Great to be with you, Coach. And certainly with what happened with the Boilers today, certainly puts the entire aspect of how cool college basketball really, really is and how special moments are made, how mm-hmm. coaches uh, uh, make moments and sometimes fail moments. And uh, exciting situation. And, yeah, the, the Bethel University Pilots, certainly it's been an amazing story. Uh, went to the NEI tournament uh, series, lost in the first round. They still qualified by, with enough games to be able to go to the National Christian College Tournament Series. They went in as the number one seed. They've won two games, and uh, tomorrow at 5 o'clock they'll be playing uh, for the seventh time in school's history for the National Christian College Athletic Association Men's Division One Basketball Crown. Yeah, Pilots hoping to bring home the program's fifth blue banner, and it's first since 2006. And it's interesting because this team has gone through a lot of adversity. Steve Draven, the former Laporte standout, and, of course, mm-hmm. Indiana All-Star, uh, has uh, really done a masterful job with this group because a lot of things have happened. Uh, he sent one of his uh, top players off the team, averaging nearly 20 points a game. 
about 15 games in. When they got back from the NEI tournament series, another guy uh, came in and turned in his sneakers, averaging about 15 points a game. Next thing you know, one of their uh, top guards uh, uh, goes down with a concussion. So last night, Delver at Grace College in Winona Lake, the Bethel bench erupted and played as well as they potentially could. 42 points, 24 rebounds, and four assists as they were able to advance past Geneva College to uh, put themselves in a position to win a national championship uh, tomorrow. It's been a really, really neat uh, opportunity to watch this team kind of grow after a disappointing 13 and 18 season a year ago. But uh, it's a team that when you got people like Drew Lutz, Al Petulus, Nathan Ayers, Brandon Hunt, that kind of group that they have had played a lot of minutes. The big question going into tomorrow's game, Coach, plain and simple, is is the health and status of Drew Lutz. Drew Lutz is on the season number 10 in all of NEI basketball in mm. minutes played per game. He went down with mm-hmm. a with a injury in the in the first half. Never returned to the second half, which made that uh, that pilot win even that more, that even more remarkable as the fact that they had to do it with uh, at the beginning of the year with your 8, 9, 11, and 12 guy on the roster on the floor when the game is on the line. So uh, if the Pilots can um, get a miracle over the, over the night and Drew Lutz is ready to go, I think they're going to uh, give the, uh, the team from South Carolina, the Golden Bears of Christian College, a run for their money, who are coming up with a record of 23-2. and two. Well, you know what? Uh, win or lose, it's one of those things where you're playing – for a national championship, and if you're a senior, you're playing your uh, your final college game for a championship. But what you said about Steve, it, it's true. I mean, they've done a remarkable job. Play a toughest schedule, their toughest conference in the country uh, to go through all these personnel issues. It's it's nothing short of amazing what he's been able to do. And tomorrow they'll play it uh, play it uh, play it for real. And uh, Paul, I'm going to let you go because we got a lot of hoop to talk about. So please call us tomorrow night with some good news. But tomorrow night for the National Christian College Athletic Association National Championship, the Bethel College Pilots playing in that one tomorrow night. Paul Condry, the voice of the Bethel College Pilots. Paul, it's always great to talk to you. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Great to be with you. Thanks so much. All right, so now, you know, my, my phone, like yours, my phone's blowing up uh, all the texts and all the things and all the comments. Uh, number one, congratulate Farley Dickinson for a tremendous game plan and, uh, and, and clearly execution. Um, it was a situation, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give much anal, uh, of an analysis Um I used to you know, coach a little bit back in the day and always tried to explain to my players that for the most part, not always, it's not an absolute, but for the most part, teams that win deserve to win. It's, it's, it's pretty, I, I, I live in a pretty simple, when I was coaching, I thought I lived in a pretty simple life. You win if you deserve to win, you lose if you don't deserve to win. And so... I thought the uh, um, Fairleigh Dickinson guards clearly outplayed the Purdue guards. Uh, when you cannot, literally cannot make a basket, it's difficult to win basketball games. And so, um, yeah, it's you, you can go back and do all the analysis that you want to. Uh, 
that pretty well sums it up. We'll come back. We'll talk some semi-state basketball around the state tomorrow. That's the big deal tonight on the show. We're glad you're with us. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org, the website. Semi-state basketball tomorrow on the boys' side, and it will be a fantastic day of basketball. One man heavily involved in this because he's the best at what he does from the ISC Sports Network, the ubiquitous Greg Rakestraw joins us. Hello, Greg. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for joining me. I know you have a lot of preparation that you have to do, and more knowing you, you've you've already done it. My assumption is you'll be in Newcastle for the Brownsburg uh, matchups, the Ben Davis uh, and Brownsburg ga- games. Is that your site tomorrow? That is a safe assumption. We at ISC are lucky enough to produce three different sites. We'll be producing Newcastle, Southport, and Lafayette. Jeff, so I kind of got my pick of those three sites that I wanted wanted to go to, and. Uh, the unofficial like soundtrack for the Ben Davis Giants this year. I think I've had half of their games at this point. I'll see them twice more, but I'll point out to people, Bloomington North was in this situation last year, and they got down big to Cathedral early. They also led in the final minute of that semi-state game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the challenge, having this group is largely the same as a year ago, led by Jake Roberts. This will not be cakewalk. Ben Davis to get wins thirty-one and thirty-two on their way to Gamebridge Fieldhouse next Saturday. Yeah, and I think uh, you know Bloomington North is a team that people don't know a lot about. They're good. Obviously, they wouldn't be where they are. We've seen and heard about Brownsburg and how good they are. The Jennings County story is really a neat one. But best story going, Ben Davis playing the toughest conference in the state. Uh, playing one of the most difficult schedules in the state and haven't lost a game. So you have some, some compelling uh, storylines in the participants in this re- in this semi-state. No doubt about it. And obviously this is a building that Ben Davis is familiar with, having won the Hall of Fame Classic. And they are trying to pull off a feat that uh, one other team has done, and that is Lawrence North. And that is having won the MIC, having won the Hall of Fame Classic, having won the Marion County Tournament, and also winning the state championship in the same year. That is always obviously a very select group of teams that would have that opportunity to do something like that. But the fact that that's happened one time since the formation of the MIC back in 1996 was just one of the many ways that tells you how special this Ben Davis team has been and how special the end of March could be if they could win three more games. So if you're trying to play Ben Davis, what's uh, since no one's done it, what's the formula in your mind? You've seen them enough. How do you beat these guys? I hope the officials don't count and you play with six or seven guys on the floor. Uh, I would try that first. If you get a one instead of a technical foul, that might be the way to go. Um, in, in all seriousness, you have to take care of the basketball. You have to knock down threes, and you have to be done. Now, how many teams can do that all in the same game? Because that's what Ben Davis does. Ben Davis isn't a great three-point shooting solid three-point shooting team, but they're tremendous defensively. And one you have the combination of Zane Dow, averaging just under a double-double. They've had 17 and thirdling Xavier Booker of Cathedral last Saturday. And then you have Sean Arnold, who is the most impactful seven and a half and five 
I have seen everything, and he continues so many on Carlisle's team. Uh, Greg, can you hang on through this scoreboard update? You didn't music in the background? Of course I can, Coach. Um, all right. I know you need your sleep, but uh, we need you. Your your team needs you. Greg Regster from the ISC Sports Network. Watch these games. If you're not going, uh, you can view them. Uh, you can listen to him and his colleagues do their thing. Uh, some great games tomorrow. We're going to talk about a number of these uh, matchups around the state tomorrow in the semi-state. And don't forget to join us tomorrow night on the show for that. Coming up, scoreboard update with Brad Huber. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. History matched in Columbus, Ohio is the top story tonight as for the second time in NCAA tournament history since it was expanded to 64 teams as a 16 seed beat a number one seed today. It was Farley Dickinson upsetting the top seed of Purdue Boilermakers in the East region 63 to 58. Zach Eady led the Boilermakers with 21 points, 15 rebounds, Sean Moore for the Knights, 19 points, Purdue 5 of 26 shooting. From beyond the arc, and the Knights of Farley Dickinson will play either Florida Atlantic or Memphis in Columbus on Sunday. The Indiana Hoosiers, the fourth seed in the Midwest region, will play Kent State. That is coming up in, oh, about half an hour or so from now. Half an hour following the end of Drake and Miami, which has five and a half minutes to go in Albany, New York. One other team playing in the NAIA National Semifinals. Indiana Tech is playing Georgetown, Kentucky. And early in the second half, Georgetown, Kentucky leading Indiana Tech 46 to 37 in the second national semifinal. The winner will play College of Idaho, who beat Quaz, Arizona, 73-72 in the national championship game tomorrow. The Notre Dame women were victorious in the NCAA tournament over Southern Utah, 82-56. Maddie Westbell with 20 points for the Irish. They will play Mississippi State on Sunday. The Indiana women Hoosiers will play tomorrow morning against Tennessee Tech in the first round of the NCAA Women's Tournament. A lot of high school and college basketball on the cover. We'll do it for you here on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brad Huber for Network Indiana Sports. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Greg Rigstraw rejoins us from the ISC Sports Network. And uh, you know Greg Rigstraw from his great work on just about every possible uh, media outlet that's out there, radio and television-wise. The ISC Sports Network has a busy day tomorrow. Greg, you mentioned you are at uh, you are going to be at Newcastle. Uh, other members of your team will be at Lafayette, Jeff, and uh, Southport, correct? 
Correct, and of course, you can watch all the games live exclusively through IHSAATV.org. $12 for one game, but simply put, by the all-day pass. You get 24 yeah. games for $20, less than a dollar per game. If you cannot make it to one of the eight sites, that's always the best bet. You can't make it to one of the eight sites. Watch it from the comfort of your couch or your living room because $20 gets you every semi-state game. Well, there you go. That You, you had me at Greg Rigstraw. So, everybody, <laughs> watch some ball. It's going to be fun. Uh, I know that you know our grandson, Jackson Wheeler, very well, very, very close. You've known him for a long time since he was born. Today is our guy's birthday. He's a St. Patrick's Day I saw that Day 24th baby. birthday, correct? 24th birthday, and uh, he's living the life. My goodness. <laughs> so <laughs> happy birthday to him. All right, so you, as we mentioned, we were talking about uh, where you're going to be tomorrow at Newcastle. In uh, Brownsburg um, is a team that we've talked a little bit about before. Uh, certainly uh, of the teams in this uh, semi-state, Ben Davis, for the reasons that we've uh, um, talked about before, they're they're really, really good, undefeated at this point. But I know you are in, impressed with how talented this Brownsburg team is and how difficult they are to play against because they will defend you. Correct. That's the M.O. of any Steve Lynch team. And I saw Brownsburg yeah. play last week in New Pal. It's a very good team, and Brownsburg beat them by 27. Uh, so I was exceedingly impressed by Brownsburg last week. I uh, had a chance to see them a couple of times this season. Saw one of their losses against Carmel. And, again, they matched up with Ben Davis uh, December the 16th or 17th, right before Christmas time, and got mm-hmm. beat by 24. I, I think that was a learning experience for a young team. you got to remember this Brownsburg bunch of their top eight players one of them is a senior, an El Haj Diallo. Now, he's a very mm-hmm. good player. He's likely playing. Thinking the Crossroads League is his likely destination at the NAI level next year. Um, so he's, he's quite the talent. They really are a, a, a two- or three-man scoring output. And for the most of the year, it's been kind of a two-man show. It's been Diallo. It's been catchings. What really impressed me, though, last week was the way that uh, Grant Porath played. Of the Porath brothers, Grant and Spencer. Spencer usually is the sixth man. But Grant had 14 points in the first half, had 22 points in general. And if they can get a consistent third scoring option, because Diallo and catching gets you 15 to 18 or more every night. If they get a consistent third right. option, I think they can get past Jennings County. It won't be easy, but they can. And, again, I, I think if they get to Ben Davis, they'll give them a better game the second time around. Well, the Jennings County story is a fun one. I mean, here's the yep. team. It's kind of a high-octane, multiple-possession type team. Uh, they're going to be going up against, as you pointed out, one of the best defensive teams in the state. It's going to be an interesting matchup, to say the least. Well, the, the number that hits me about Jennings County is they average taking 25 threes a game. Uh, so, again, do that math. 25 threes in 32 minutes. They're taking one about, about every minute and 15 seconds. They are firing a three. They make nine-and-a-half threes per game. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of always gives them a puncher's chance. Now, this Brownsburg team has great length. Diallo is 6'4", Ketchings is 6'7". Brendan Latimer in the post is 6'7". Right. They've got athletic guards. Um, and, and it would not surprise me 
to see Steve Lynch play kind of a mix of man and zone just mm-hmm. to throw different looks at Jennings County, but it's very much an active guard the wing zone, as most modern zones are. Right. They'll do things a little bit differently. To me, the big question for that game tomorrow for Brownsburg and Jennings County is, who does Brownsburg catch? Um, because when, when there has not been a solid defender that can hang with him, he has just gone off. And so to me, that's the big question for Jennings County. How do they try to guard Cannon catchings? They may be able to knock down shots. Slowing down catching might be a completely different argument. All right. So um, give me your thoughts on who emerges tomorrow. Who, who are the teams that we're going to be talking about coming up next Saturday for the championships? Sure. Obviously, Ben Davis is, is a heavy favorite in 4A. And again, they've got to be the favorite at Newcastle, even if I think they'll get a couple of competitive games tomorrow. Northwood clearly is a favorite in the northern end of 3A. Uh, and the last time I saw mm-hmm. them was at Newcastle when they beat both North Davies and then you know were competitive for a half against Ben Davis in the championship game of the Hall of Fame Classic. Uh, I think the 3A South is wide open. I think the 1A South is, is, is wide open, and in part because mm-hmm. Lutheran knocked off Bloomfield last week at Lutheran Remus Woods right. has a solid team, has really good athleticism. 2A South, again, I think it comes down to Linton and, and, and Brownstown in, in that contest. 4A, I think it comes down to Penn and Kokomo at some point in time. There's only a couple of semi-states, Bob, where I really say, hey, here's a definitive favorite. Ben Davis mm-hmm. is one. Northwood would be the other. I, I couldn't agree more. That's why it's so much fun. I can't believe we're going to be playing championships next week. Now, what's your, <laughs> what's your broadcast schedule? You're going to be doing so radio I, and TV or just TV? Just television and just the night sessions. So I will have the 3A and 4A matchups. And, Bob, there is a chance that I have the absolute rematch of the semifinals of the Hall of Fame Classic. I could have North, really? North yeah. Davies in 3A, Ben Davis in Penn in 4A, a lot of other teams that could alter that mix. But there is a chance that both of our nighttime championship matches next Saturday could be rematches from December 30th. How cool will that be? All right. <laughs> I can't believe that we're going to be at the end of the basketball season next weekend. I, it's just stunning to me that it's gone by this quickly. Uh, as of next Saturday night, I will have completed an NBA schedule from October the 27th on, 82 games over a five-month span. Not bad. That's, an, that's enough. If I were you, I think I'd take <laughs> some time off. He is the best at what he does from the ISC Sports Network. Catch him tomorrow. It's the one and only Greg Rigstraw. Thank you, Greg. Have a great night. Good luck tomorrow. Thanks, Coach. Coming up, top of the hour scoreboard.